this is a Valerie Moss original podcast. Previously on Valerie's Variety Podcast. Isn't that oh, yeah, that's, um, I would say that describes. That describes. Oh, you changed it on your professional profile? I've uh, just recently, mm-hmm. like in the past six hours. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Signed most so of my, my emails this year. I've been signing them Valora. I love it. I think yeah. you should. My husband is the last Moss in his family, oh. so there was a bit of pressure on him to have a son. Everybody's a big family, and I really and everybody, you know, it's competitive, but everybody works really well together at the same time. So uh, maybe we should trade places. <laughs> Trade this places. is a different episode for one week. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know if we have enough time today, but yeah. You know, for a short period of time, it's pretty decent soundbox. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Pinterest or house? Ooh. Who's oh, house? Yeah, how do you I say love that? It. I always want I think it's house. House. You gotta Both say it like a German. Right. Do it. Because, yeah. yeah, like, I like, like, how would somebody describe you versus how would you describe yourself? And mm. I think about... Why I ask that is because I think about, this is so silly, but that Dove commercial where, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's on YouTube, and so the, mostly women, they're all around, and there's a sketch artist there. Okay, I haven't seen this one. Oh, I'll send you a link, too. And I love Dove. So, well, you know how they did that, like, be okay in your own beauty yeah. campaign? Yeah. So, all these people are there, and there's, like, a sketch artist from the police, Okay. Like a real sketch artist. And they're like, so describe yourself to me. And so they'd say, okay, well, I have like wrinkles around my nose and my forehead's too big and, you know, my whatever, I have like a freckle on my face I don't like. And, you know, so they described themselves to the sketch artist. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It like made me cry. Wow. Because they had all these things that they, most of them are kind of disappointed. Yeah. Right? And reflected in that. Yeah. And then they had their friend that they met there describe them. Oh, she has beautiful eyes and she's this and she has the greatest oh. smile. And like just the how would someone describe you versus how would you describe yourself? Yeah. It's so contrasting. It is. It and you have is. to be accountable for how you describe yourself. Yeah. It's and true. so it's easier to have somebody describe you. Yeah. Because, like, even if the truth is good, mm-hmm. it still is so, you're so vulnerable. Right. Right? Wow. I'll send you the link Would to you it. please? That mm-hmm. is great. It's a really, really good ad. And it's, one thing I really like about it is it makes the viewer mm-hmm. reflect mm-hmm. on that. I think that's wonderful. It's really a good, it's Duff's, a really good lesson. Dove has always done wonderful campaigns that really focus on the true person. And mm-hmm. I love that about Dove. I love their product. Mm-hmm. I will promote it all day long. Mm-hmm. But I, I love that part about it. And when Kathleen was really young, we had, they had back then um, the Dove parties, mm. the Dove Little Girls parties. And you would register online and you'd have a Dove party and they'd tell you how to oh set it gosh, up. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. I yeah. didn't even know that. And so okay. you'd have a sleepover and it was, the whole sleepover was based on 
positive self-esteem and just having positive conversation with the girls and and some games that were based on that and it's just oh they just had great yeah they really can yeah and it's all encompassing mm-hmm. black white heavy slim exactly old, young, that's right? exactly right Beauty does come in all shapes and it's very subjective what I may think is beautiful or may not or not as much. It's so important that we teach our girls to value who they are and up each other empower each other so your kids would say you're weird if we digress. Oh sorry my kids would say I'm weird um, but also outgoing. Mm-hmm. I know they would outgoing. Mom's always on the go. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always doing something. I have that creative side of me as well, that creative outlet and um, positive energy. I just, I, I, we, growing up, Mom had the pretty room, mm. so the pretty room was the one that you could only go into when guests came over. Right? It was like, oh yeah, it was we, formal. It was formal right. exactly. And so with our house, we have that space that is meant to be a formal sitting area. But that's the one room that it probably gets used the most because that I started that where it's just that it's like a tranquility room. You know, mm. I have a little water fountain and it has more of that formal furniture and that antique furniture and stuff that's been passed down on my husband's side of the family. But it's become that place where there is no TV in there. And it's mm-hmm. if I'm going to meditate, I'm sitting in that room and the sun's coming in, in the morning. And, mm. and that's the side that the girls enjoy that room too because it's just that quiet little sanctuary at the same mm. time even though it's an open concept home right right and you can hear the tv mm-hmm. 20 feet away however mm-hmm. far but yeah, still yeah, yeah. at the same time it's just it's just and that's what i've brought to that corner of the mm-hmm. house and that's that's a bit of me it's that you need to take time for self-care that's that room that's where meditation journaling anything like that is going mm. to happen are you mm-hmm. a scrapbooker like do you journal your thoughts and stuff? i journal my thoughts mm-hmm. uh, i do a lot of journaling um and I didn't, I didn't realize the therapy behind it I until I was told it. that um, the reason journaling is therapeutic is because you can complete, complete a thought. So when you're working through a problem, just in your mind, mm-hmm. you can get distracted by Internally. dog barking or anything, or you're going all over the place, but journaling finishes that thought and helps you. Mm, yeah. I like that saying too. Yeah, so I, I do do a lot of it. I do a lot more when I'm frustrated because there's clearly something I'm trying to process and oh work through. Gosh. Do you journal? Do you journal more when you're feeling overwhelmed or frustrated, trying to get your view heard or feel like you matter? I love what Valora says. Journaling allows you to complete a thought. No one is interrupting you. No one is talking over you. No one is agreeing or disagreeing. Yeah, I should show you. I do. Um, I so this Valerie segment that I'm doing on my show. There's another one I'm doing, and it's called Baby Blues. Oh. And when I had my baby, I had baby blues. But I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. Like, you're so full of emotion, you don't know. And, like, I didn't really have any family here that I could yeah. lean on. And I was an older mom at the time. Like, I had her at 34. Mm-hmm. And so I journaled, like, almost every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, all the good, all the ugly, everything. Oh, yeah. And I journaled it all. So I'm going to run a segment on my show, and I'm going to read from my journal. Oh, that's wonderful. And I've never read from it. Yeah. Since I wrote in it. Ooh. So I think it will be cathartic. Yes. Well, I know that. And I want to be able to help 
other people out there that went through yeah and that are going through the new moment just like people that relate absolutely because yeah. you go through it and you feel like you're so alone mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. but even though like a gajillion people went through this oh, already gosh, yeah yeah but yeah. yeah at the time you're like oh this never happened to anybody right yeah. like yeah. you're so like naive about it all yeah and i'm not like poking fun at it but it's just such an amazing silo yeah have you kept a journal are you committed to it With this baby journal, I'm still debating if I'm going to run this story on my show. It's raw and full of life, trials and tribulations of a new mom's life. If you journal, share something you wrote with me. I'd love to be your sounding board. I have experience. You have never gone back into any of your journals, like even outside of that, like just in... Yeah, actually the other day I read through one of my journals from a teenager. Oh, (laughs) I was just like, what? Was it like reading a Judy Bloom book? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if I could revisit this one. Really? As yeah. much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've actually, I've never really gone back until probably the past, the past six months. I started just kind of exploring some thoughts. Because mm. I'm going, I've journaled about this before. And how long ago was it? And why am I back to where I'm at mm. journaling about it, mm-hmm. right? And I go back and it's like, okay, well, that just happened eight years ago. So why haven't I go work through this? You know, just little things. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. So, And even being a blogger, like a journal, like a yeah. on, online, I blogged a lot. And I was pretty open about my personal life. Like I was filtered on some, but I was pretty open about like my family and, you know, yeah. what I was going through and... And I always love the fact that you could write something and create an emotion from it. Yeah. Like I could get somebody on the other end to be angry with me or yeah. sad with me or whatever and just be able, and it's so cathartic. It's just so, yeah. and it's just you and your pen and your yeah. pretty paper. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I do. And now like having this platform, I'm much more open about and like being in my forties, yeah, like, like you're you're so solid, like you're so sure. Yeah, I'm so sure. Yeah. of what I believe in and yeah. what I love and what I want. And what age are you? Are you in your forties also? Do you love it? Are you in a good place emotionally, maybe professionally? It's it's funny and because driven. it does happen, doesn't it, with, in the 40s? And I remember years ago, Oprah talking about how she loved when she turned 40 because she was just, like, never more confident and yeah. sure and things like that. And there's something that happens when you turn that page and to 40. And it really yeah. does. Yeah, it does. And I, like, even my husband's like, why do you like that? I'm like, I just like it. <laughs> and it's not going to change. Exactly. It is what I like. Accept it. And that is it. <laughs> but I do know the older I get, the more driven I am. Yeah. Like I would agree. fiercely, yeah, fiercely driven. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Absolutely. Mm. I've always, I would say I've been pretty driven since my late 20s, but I'm finding that it's coming on stronger mm-hmm. for sure. Like there's something and I don't know if it's like death is within reach or something. I don't know if it's like, okay, you just start to view life a little differently and it's, you have to make the most out of it. And now I have something more, I'm in, bigger yeah, goals. That's like where I am. There's something there mm-hmm. and... It's not a bad thing. No, I think it's it's just you're more driven. I'm so, I'm so driven. Yeah. Yeah. Like probably to make my family crazy driven. (laughs) Like what, like how you're saying, okay, mama's got a project. Yeah. Who's in? Everyone hides. (laughs) That's exactly it. That's what happens in my, like 
why are you so busy today? My husband <laughs> says to me, I'm like, um, well, because I'm getting rid of all of this stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, okay, but that's fine. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. Somebody's going to enjoy it. He purges too, though, but. Okay. But, yeah. So, okay, so we got through the describe, describe. Are you, um, are you frugal or are you a spender? I'm a spender. You are? I am. I am not. You know what? Let me rephrase that. I'm selectively frugal. Okay. So there are certain things that I just, I can't justify paying the money, even mm-hmm. if it's like a few dollars. Mm-hmm. But then there are other things where it's like, I'm You're in. I'm in. Yeah, You're in. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I can get into a place where I overanalyze, but if there's something that I want, I'm going to go for it. Good buyer's remorse? Not very often. No, I me don't either. go to that extent. But I like commit, so I'm like, yeah, all in, yeah, and keep going forward. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so no, I'm, I'm, like I said, selectively frugal, and then I get into this mind space where it's like, you know what, we need to save a bit more money. So then I start, you know, <laughs> clipping the coupons and start really planning meals, and then it strays because my weakness is going to the grocery store. I love grocery shopping. I oh, love. I... Do you really? I love I shop it. online. Do you? I've thought about it, but I actually... Oh, I do the Superstore thing like... I ha- Every time I walk up to Superstore, I go, oh, I should try this sometime, and then I forget about it. But I, I go in there, and my husband's like, okay, we're going in, we're getting out. But it's to me, it's like, la, 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 la. I oh, just kind of fart around a little my bit. My husband and I are the worst shopping. Really? Oh, if we're in the store together, we're like... We'll go into Superstore and we'll like end up with like a couch. Like, what the hell? <laughs> All we needed like was a loaf of bread and then we have like a couch with a matching desk. Yeah. And it's and really hot. Like, it's like, no, we're not doing this. So I do all like my weekly shopping online. It's probably best by the sounds and of it. And then I just, yeah, pull in, get them to load me up and I <laughs> see you later, alligator. But yeah, I do, um, yeah, I'm very frugal. Yeah. Are you? Mm-hmm. Mm, to a fault like is it no it depends like personally I am like probably to a fault for myself okay but like I would spend more money on my family than right. I would on that's probably a month, month I think so too, right? I think it is yeah, yeah like, to a like I won't buy that for me but I'll buy you 14 of those that's so true I know that's probably not a good mother why do we do that I don't know I think it's just that need to nurture and care for our kids and we, we do put our family you first so right positive yeah. yeah but you know what I do you do this also put yourself last the bad chair or the last piece of whatever choose to cut the budget when it comes to yourself honestly I'm much more of a spender now than I used to be but I think that comes with having a secure job for many years and feeling solid What do you think? Valora is so positive about these decisions and making sure the family is looked after. I I recognized that in myself at one Mm -hmm. point. I went, you know what? You really need this or you really need that, like in terms of wardrobe or whatever it may be. Totally, yeah, especially working in the corporate. And And so I had to make a point of, okay, you know what? I can spend this amount on myself and go do it. Oh, I have to do that too. But I I have to have some dialogue with myself. Mm -hmm. And you know what? When you talk about buyer's remorse, I probably go twice, maybe three times a year where it's like, okay, I just need some new clothes, right? And sometimes I'll go a little crazy, I'll spend a little mm-hmm. more than budget, and then I go, oh, what have I done? And then I go, you know what, you don't do this very often, so it's fine. It's mm-hmm. okay, you know? And once I have the dialogue and I allow myself to accept it, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but. <sleep> on it. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I had, um, 
I had an expenditure back in April, which I still haven't utilized, so I decided, spur of the moment, okay. I'm going to buy myself a glamping tent. Now we have regular tents, a regular tent, but I thought that's not, you know, that's not good enough. I want to be able to stand and be comfortable and I would love to have a camper, but that's not an expenditure mm. for this year. So I went on Amazon, which can be a dangerous place for me. And I saw this glamping tent, which mm-hmm. is four meters wide and eight feet tall. And I'm like, oh, I'm in. And yeah. So my husband's like, what is this box in the garage? It's like a mini cottage or something. I'm like, what? I, I, what? I don't know what you're talking about. And I usually don't hide things from him, but when that one came in, mm-hmm. it was a 50 pound box and I put it in the garage, like took a lot of energy yeah, yeah. and I propped some things from the upcoming garage sale oh, around yeah, it, kinda. but he still saw it. And I'm like, and I finally burst out laughing and went, oh honey, I told you what I didn't, but it, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I sort I, of mentioned it in passing, work my way kind of in one. my mind. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, like I, I do like to spend money, admittedly. I did you have do. that conversation with a friend today. It's like. Yeah. Yeah, I do like I do like Amazon. I buy things on there. Yeah. My husband too. Like little things here and there all the time. Oh yeah. Constantly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So were you were you born here? Were you born and raised in Calgary? No, actually no, I'm a Nelson B C baby. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. And only there Nelson. I would like to go back because I have not been I I, I've never been there. Like I was literally born born there, there. B C and then my parents relocated to northern Alberta Mm. where we were there at Bonneville. Okay. Up until, I think it was in grade eight, and then we moved to Saskatchewan. And whereabouts? And a small town called Wadena. Okay. Very small. I think it's like sixteen to 1,800 people, which includes the farming community. And where is that located? Uh, around between like Yorkton, Humboldt. It's oh kind of my in, God. Yeah. So I grew up um, in northern Alberta. Okay. In a place called Hinton. Oh, yes. By Jasper. Okay. My grandparents ran a big resort in Jasper, and my dad's sibling, my dad and his family all grew up out there. Yeah. And then my mom and her family grew up in Hinton. And then, yeah, fast forward, we lived in Edmonton, and then we, my dad got transferred for work to northern Saskatchewan. Okay. And we lived in Meadow Lake. Oh, did you really? Mm-hmm. You just drove, 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 drove through Meadow Lake last summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we live there. And so, yeah, I'm quite familiar with them. Oh, my dad lives in North Battleford. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we spent some time in Saskatchewan. And um, after, you know, graduating, we had to move to the big city of mm-hmm. Saskatoon. Mm-hmm. Did that. And then Edmonton. City, and then made yeah. my way to Toronto. You know, I spent oh, okay. five years out in Toronto where I met my husband. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but... So traveled a bit. So we've yeah. been in Calgary now since 98, 99. Yeah, right around there. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been here since 96. Okay, yeah. After I went to college and did all that. Did and all then, that. Yeah, yeah, packed up my car and moved here. Oh, wow. My dog. No. Your dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, went to... Yeah, I loved Calgary. I When I moved here and I was driving on Glenmore Trail and I could see the Rocky Mountains... Like, growing up in Jasper and then living, like, in Saskatchewan and Edmonton and all these places that had no mountains. No. And then being in the city and seeing them, I was, oh. like, hook, line, and sinker. Like, oh, I love it here. So, do you find now, well, do you venture off to the mountains very often, though? Because we living do. As close as you We're do? not skiers. My no. husband was a skier growing up, but I wasn't really. Yeah. Um, in Saskatchewan, we rode snowmobiles everywhere. Of course, we didn't yes. really ski. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love winter. Oh, do you? I do. Ah. And so I, if I feel like, like lots of pressure in life, I say to my husband, like, you got to take me to the mountains. Yeah. And we'll just go to Banff and we'll 
drive all over all up to the Bam Springs and we'll go into Canmore and we'll drive everywhere and walk all over and I want the cold on me I want it sunny oh wow and I just need that air to just take my Mm -hmm. stresses away it's like my most happy place yeah that's that's interesting winter in the mountains winter especially I'm not a winter I wasn't expecting her to say she doesn't like the winter She's been in Calgary for so many years, practically grew up here. How can you not like the winter? No. No, not a winter lover. I am a winter baby Mm -hmm. (laughs) by birth date, but that's about it. Um, But I was just having a conversation. When's your birthday? February. February 6th. Okay, February 6th. Are you a February baby? March. Oh, March. So I'm an Aries. Uh Uh-huh. And what are you? Aquarius. Aquarius. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you can tell we're not so sure about how our signs jive her being Aquarius and me being Aries. Besides, they both start with an A. My, my sister and I were having that conversation mm. about Banff as well today because she's the same way. It's like, I need to get out there mm-hmm. and just be in nature. And it just kind of brings her back to a happy place to come Yeah, it just to, grounds right? just, me. And oh, I think yeah. it's like growing up, kind of in the Jasper area yeah. and having those big wintry winters yeah. and being in the mountains where you would have the Chinooks all the time. Like I grew right. up with the Chinooks. So to me, Calgary is normal. It's familiar with the Chinooks. Yeah. And seeing, you know, the, the mountains be covered in snow, the sun be super bright mm-hmm. and it just be like cold it's... as hell. Like, that is, like, my, I just feel so great then. Wow. Yeah. It's just, like, it just cleanses me. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. And I could be there by myself for days and just walk and be in the snow and really drink my tea. and. Mm-hmm. That's your season. Yeah, I it? love it. Um, Wearing scarves and oh, having wow. cold face and, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. Spring would be my season. I love, I love as the, the, the seasons change. But spring is For my sure. season where we are getting more of that light, and I'm, I'm I, mm-hmm. I, I I love to see that the glimmer of green on the leaves, mm-hmm. but they're not quite out yet. Right, and my energy is just ridiculous. It oh, just mine sky too. Rockets, but in the winter, it takes a lot to get that energy for me. I'm just not out. Winter. Yeah, you need the maybe you need the light on you. Um, in the so. winter, the sun probably because I like to have that sun on me. Yeah. In the cold, but... Not a, a cloudy, overcast day in the cold. Wouldn't mm. have the same effect. It's the sun. Yeah, it definitely it has, has to, be, to the be the sunny the yeah. sunny with the cold. I don't know. It's just mm. like my happy place. That's I good. I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, wow. Are you a content person? No. You're not? Yes and no. I'm going to rephrase that. Okay. Yes and no. I'm content in that I don't like change in my home life. I love my home, where everything mm-hmm. is and how it is. Um, I think I'm not content with myself okay. more than anything. There's always strive. something more to strive for. Yeah. There's always something. And I think that's why I'm such a busy body, right? There's always something to do, something more to strive for, mm-hmm. um, another goal to hit. There's always something. Mm-hmm. So to ask if I'm content when I'm sitting at home at, you know, nine o'clock watching TV, I'm absolutely content. Yeah. Um, throughout the day, I'm moving because there's things I need to get done. I'm not content 
in that manner. Are you always like thinking? Like, are you always like got a list in your head? I need to add that. I need to do this. I'm going here and there. I think I think too much. Me too. I do. Do you? Yeah, I'm constantly thinking. Like, I got to finish this and I want to work on that. And while I sit in here, I want to finish this. I have a wall that I want to do here. And yeah, yeah, I'm always like planning and... Do you think men get like that? No. I don't think so not either. Not ever. <laughs> like, they just do not No, they can get just like shut that. it off and look at the TV and it's like, that's it. My husband is seriously passionate about photography. Is he? And when he takes a photo, it makes me cry. Like, oh, wow. he can capture, like, emotion. He can capture a feeling. He can take a picture of something and however he takes it. Like, I... That's wonderful. I mean, I love him, but I literally it can bring me to tears wow and so when we go out and he has this this camera with him and he's just taking a picture of the guy with the cigar or he took a picture of a dog one time and I love to see that passion in people yeah and I feel like when he's home and he's sitting watching car shows or whatever because he's a supercar guy yeah I'm like, oh, you could be like capturing that emotion over there and you miss that one. Like, I think that about him. Yeah. I'm like, you got to do this more because you have something here that people can't do. Yeah. Like, we can't sketch, but you can take a photograph that will make people cry in a room. And the story the photo must be telling to create the emotion it can create. Like, that's intense. It's intense. Like, he took this photo of a dog. We were just randomly walking through Kensington, which is what we love to do. Go and take photos of people and walk with our tea and whatever. And we went into a consignment store, which is where I would shop. If I was to buy new clothes, it would be in consignment. So we're in this consignment store, and this store has two giant dogs that roam around in it. And we're not dog people. And this dog is sitting at the till, and it's a white lab kind of dog. And she's sitting there, and she looks at Jeff, and she sees that he's got this camera thing. And he puts his camera up, and she turns her head away from him. She's not. Oh. And so she turns her head, and he waits and waits. And no, she doesn't look back at him. And so, but she doesn't leave. She stays there. So she, he snaps this picture of her. And her face is like looking away from him, but he's got like all the sun on this dog. And it is like, oh wow, it's an incredible photo. Wow. And I say to him, I'm like, how do you, like, how do you know the right timing? How do you, he's like, oh, he's always so humble. Oh, I could have done better. Or I could have, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I want him to like think more. You know how we were just saying, like, Get like get your juices flowing and yeah. like capture more of that. Yeah. yeah. And so he always gets inspired because I'm like, you just do this so well. I want you to do so this phot- more. Photography is not his profession. That's a hobby, and mm-hmm. he just capture it. So like, mm-hmm. that's a natural talent. But he was like in junior high. He was doing the yearbook, and he oh. belonged to every sports. Um, he was kind of like on the committee, so yeah. he did all the photography for all the teams. Oh, okay. and yeah. In the yearbook and stuff, but yeah, he, yeah, he's loves it. That's great. So having like that kind of passion around you, like it feeds you, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, well, he's super passionate. It's not a competitive thing, but I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I'll never admit that. Yeah, yeah. But like, like with my stitching and like my hobbies, like it's just 
in me. Yeah. Like I have to do it. Yeah. I have to stitch. I have to sew. Yeah. Be creative and have that list going to yeah. keep me yeah. moving forward. Yeah, I'm the same way. And I have that creative outlet. I, I need to find them all the time. So all forever, as long as my girls have um, a project or something. Like mm-hmm. Kathleen's 23 now, pretty quick here. But um, in school, it's like I'm hands-on. Like what are we doing? Mm. Just doing a poster and scribbling it really quickly is not going to cut it. Like let's think through this. How creative. Let's go the extra mile. You know, I oh, was that mom I'm, who's like. I'm laying on the floor. Okay, London, let's figure this out. Like maybe yeah. mom can get on her whatever out and yeah. scrapbook it up. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> she probably loves that. I know. <laughs> and are they creative too, your girls? They are. Yeah. Yeah, they both are. But I, I think I just push them a little harder though with it. They pick and choose when they're creative. And I think part of it was just, is just being young and picking how lazy they, they, they are, how much yeah. energy they have it. You know, they're kids. Um, my oldest daughter, very creative though. She actually just graduated from Sage with her architectural technology. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I keep saying to her, you're designing my bungalow one day. You're designing my bungalow. So I'm throwing little snippets of I want this mm-hmm. and that. And she, she's going to design it for me. And Emma's the same way. She When she's really passionate and she's in the zone, mm-hmm. she can get very creative as well. And then I just jump in there and take over from there. And then Dad's creative. Dad's a musician, right? And he oh, okay. has that creative element to him as well. So um, so that's just the family. That's how we are. Yeah, I um, love that. And if yeah. you guys can feed off each other. Check out the site for the picture of the dog that Jeff took that brought me to tears and still does today. One thing about Val's are they are super creative people. All the ones I've met through this series has proven this to me. From journaling to writing, having passion, these women have serious passion. They have a need to be creative, as do I. Do you? They're like, we'll feed off each other here. Jeff will put like spark a little idea in my head about what to do and then I'm just like Pinterest and glop. like I'm just like, <laughs> small yeah, yeah, like boom what have you done I can't sleep for days thinking about this yeah oh, but that's what I love and I need and I want and oh, yeah. I need to like keep my mind sharp and yeah. always on to the next the creativity like for myself as a Val mm-hmm. I find that um there's the part that um, of the brain that we're using at work that doesn't necessarily require that yeah, creative it's like part. Process that's, driven yeah, framework. It's, it's, exactly. Mm-hmm. So for myself, if I have um, a really busy day at work that's mostly meetings and things and such, when I come home, just sometimes just cooking a meal, using my hands and, and just really just kind of getting into that zone or helping the girls with their homework and, you know, something tactile, just something mm-hmm. creative just takes me to a different place. And I don't know if that's why so many of us, when we're cleaning, I don't know about you, but when I'm cleaning, I get so much thinking done. I'm moving, my hands are doing everything but my brain, I'm processing things. And my husband knows if the house is super clean, oh gosh, what's Val got going on in the mind, right? Uh, but, yeah. but it's just that movement. I have to take myself from that the boardroom where I'm just sitting there stagnant and using that mm-hmm. part of my brain to, okay, let's Being use the creative to. half of it mm-hmm. now and let's do something that just... And I just, it's almost therapeutic, right? So maybe that's a part of it too. Yeah, like I, like those early mornings, you get up early too. And when I Mm -hmm. sit and I just stitch and I'm in the quiet. Mm -hmm. And I always say to London, like, you have to be good and empowered being alone. Yeah. Because you want to be able to have that quiet space that's just you and your thoughts. And you can 
do whatever color or sit or yeah. not be stimulated by something other than yourself. Yeah. My grandma always said that to us, like, you have to be happy being alone. Yeah. Because how are you going to make somebody else happy if you're not okay with yourself? Are you okay with being alone? I know as a mom, we want alone time, but this is different than really being okay being alone with yourself, reflecting, pondering, thinking, nourishing your own thoughts. Exactly. And I don't know about you, but as a child, um, if I saw somebody in a restaurant sitting alone, I would think, oh, that's so sad. I have no problem going to a restaurant, not having a meal, but going to Starbucks or wherever it mm. might be, you know, and just sitting and having a coffee oh, and, I and can. journaling and reflecting and being alone. I have no problem with that. Me either. And I can yeah. sit and have a meal with a glass of wine by myself and just sit there and be alone yeah. and enjoy it. Like I have not tried that yet. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. I, I would say we to... could meet up, but that doesn't really <laughs> doesn't work. work. <laughs> you could be over there, and I could be over here. We're gonna like, meet in the middle. We'll text. Yeah, <laughs> like the teenagers now, they're right next to each other, but they're texting. We do that at our table too, and I'm like, is this what it is? But it is what it is. Yeah, it's just like a world with phones. <laughs> it is. London says to me, um, "Mom, I have to. Oh, I can't do that right now. I have to pause my show." I'm like, "Listen, when we were kids, and there was the commercial." We had to, like, get a snack, go to the bathroom, change our clothes, whatever you had to do in the one-minute time. It's you can so pause your show and you're upset. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, yeah. my goodness. That's too funny. It's true, though. It's absolutely true. It's the perspective, right? Yeah. It's the immediate now. Yeah, the gratification. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. and Calgarians are demanding people. Like, our lives are demanding. Oh. We don't have, like, service, like, within a few minutes. It's like, hey, excuse me, like, can't you see us sitting here? Yeah. Like, we've been here for, like, five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with us? <laughs> but we are a demanding culture. Yeah. Would you agree with me? We are a bit of a demanding culture. We expect or think we deserve spit spot reaction to things like service, etc. If we have to wait, it's like, forget it. What an awful quality. But since we all expect it, we too deliver this, don't we? It's not just Calgary. It's, yeah, it's, I think it's North America, don't you? Maybe not so much? I don't know. Like Kelowna, when I go to, when we go to Kelowna or we go to Portland or Vegas or... Not so much? Not as intense as here. Like yeah. I feel like we as Calgarians are very purposeful people. Okay. Like we're here for a purpose. We have a meeting. Yeah. We're here for this amount of time. Yes. We need... We've already set this up ahead of time, so we're very organized people, yeah. so we expect mm. the receiving end or that the end that's supposed to be receiving this yeah. situation to be on par. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Is that I'm just gonna, me? No, I'm going to watch that now. The awareness factors kicked mm-hmm. in, and now I'll be watching that. You'll be like, oh yeah, I think uh. people are like, which has been this? Excuse me. <laughs> Try to be. Hmm, I wonder if Alora has noticed this within herself and the people around her. For today's episode, next week and the final part of Valora's episode, she turns the tables on me more, asks me about signs, connection, and how my husband and I believe we're always meant to be together. 
Our families knew each other. What is my passion? Me, Valerie Moss. I love to get to know people on an intimate level. Life is about the journey, not the destination. Valora has some good questions too. Being real is one of them. Talk to you next Tuesday. My name is Val Douglas and I'm listening from Calgary, Alberta. You can follow Valora on LinkedIn. She spreads some great articles. Check out my site, ValerieMoss.ca, for more details about today's show, pictures, and links to what we discussed, and of course, my socials and hers. Talk to you next week for the final part in this series, Secret Life of V, where Valora turns the questions on me. This is a Valerie Moss original podcast.